think May trying to go ahead, May. You have the controls. <laughs> Welcome to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. The back end indeed, Seth. Here we are back for another episode of the Post-Purchase Podcast. May, sorry I uh, didn't see that you were in there in time handling the controls, so you and I were uh, working against each other. So that was funny. There's always room for a little bit of that, right, Seth? Absolutely, Sean. Can't be the triple intro there. Boom, boom, boom. (laughs) Guys, we have a a triple threat for you today. I'm super excited, Sean. I know you you met um, our guest today at an ultra-exclusive event. Um, for top tier Amazon sellers, and uh, you know today's guest will not disappoint. I've been excited for this one for a long time, ever since you got back. Um, that was quite a while ago, too, Sean. So May, man, May. We've been trying to get uh, this gentleman on here since May. So uh, let's bring him out. All right. So welcome to the show, Tariq, founder of M19. Tariq, say hello. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me here. <laughs> yes. So my my last. Uh, uh, memory of you, Tariq. We're hanging out in the castle with Professor Howard Ty in Paris on my wife's birthday in May, and you uh, gave me a lesson in pool uh, billiards for uh, those of you who don't speak hillbilly. And ever since then, I've been feeling bad about that, Tariq. I, I want to get back in a pool hall here and and get me a rematch because it was a close game. But um, I think you were uh, you were throttling your skills on me just a little bit to make me feel good. Yeah, yeah, you are right. I remember this epic game. I was very, very lucky. <laughs> I, I would say uh, it was it was hard to beat you, but at the end, uh, I was lucky. It was really nice. It was fun. So, Tariq, thank you for taking out uh, some time out of your day to speak to our audience on the Post Purchase Podcast. So, just to help you remember that our podcast is aimed at Amazon sellers. Uh, we we push the podcast out all over the world. Uh, we have an audience, a uh, total audience of about 70,000, uh, most of which do not watch or listen to the show, but we're streaming live on YouTube. It uh, looks like Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and and uh, LinkedIn. So uh, for those of you watching the live stream, go ahead, feel free to make comments. Uh, those comments, we can bring those in if they're in the form of a question. Um, and so without further ado, let me go ahead and bring Tariq on. And Tariq, tell me a little bit about your company and why you created M19. Yeah. So um, first I come from the engineering background. So I, I spent a lot of years in research and development in a French at the company here, like we are based in, in Paris. So um, in my first years, I was doing engineering, algorithms, optimization, more on Google ads, uh, where I spent like seven years myself and my other co-founders uh, more than that. And we founded M19 three years ago uh, because we saw the opportunity. We had the knowledge and what we developed on Google was uh, was super advanced compared to the opportunity that we were uh, seeing on Amazon. So they have just released the APIs, etc., to make it possible for uh, engineering team doing AI to, to plug some complex and advanced system to automate and optimize um, ads on Amazon. So yeah, it was a pure opportunity three years ago. 
I was looking to start a company with uh, my uh, co-founders. We had the knowledge on Google Ads, an opportunity on Amazon. We said, okay, let's let's do it. And this is how how it it started. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Tariq, I've been dying to ask you some of these questions because I know you're in the nitty gritty data of all this every single day. So in your opinion, Tariq, what do most sellers get wrong? Yeah. So this is a, a nice one. One thing that is frustrating for me uh, each time is um, people not understanding really what PPC is. Like what is a keyword? What is a search term? If someone doesn't make the difference between a keyword and search term, you cannot do PPC. Just delegate it to someone expert or use or use a tool. So this is <clears throat> this is not a tip. This is some basic things that a lot of people think they have, but they don't. If you don't know what's the difference between a search term and a keyword, don't do PPC. Go go to an expert. If I want to go uh, deeper, it seems obvious, but in reality, it hides a lot of things. If I want to keep to go uh, deeper, one thing that most people are getting wrong is how they think of PPC uh, placement and steering. L let's take an example. When you target a keyword, for example, inexact, you might expect your ads to be shown on the product listing page, which most of the cases uh, is wrong. Even if you target exact a keyword, there are a lot of cases where you end up on product page just below sponsored products similar to. There is a very easy way to, to control that by uh, whatever bid you have in mind to, to go for ex an exact keyword. You just divide it by three, four, or five, whatever. And the same multiplier, you put it on top of search to make sure that you appear on result page. So most of people I talk to, even some expert and advanced, don't have this in mind to be sure that they really control where their PPC uh, is appearing. And of course, Amazon is doing that on purpose because they are just creating artificial uh, competition between the different campaigns. So you do a keyword campaign that will be competing with product targeting campaign without you knowing, and you will just always end up paying a uh, higher cost. So. If what I'm saying here is not clear for you, maybe it's uh, too technical, either use uh, an agency that knows perfectly uh, how to control a placement or a tool that incorporates automatically in its logic uh, the handling of this uh, type of details that can make a massive difference on uh, cost saving uh, for your uh, Amazon ads. Thank you. That's some uh, really good advice. I love it how you distinguish between uh, keywords and search terms and uh, basically just saying it the way it is. Tariq, if you don't understand the difference, then you should not be managing your PPC, right? So <laughs> yeah. uh, good advice. So what is for 2023, Tariq, what is your best kept secret or, or hack for Amazon seller success? So um, I don't know which one which one to share here. Uh, let's. Uh, which one? You have many? Feel free. Yeah, yeah. So let me share a, a tricky one. So on in 2022, 2023, Amazon did a, did a change. So keyword uh, exact matching is not anymore uh, an exact matching. So if you target iPhone case in exact, you might end up on search terms that are iPhone case 
some or sometimes without the case that is kind of uh, um, far from the uh, iPhone case keyword exact. So this broadening of uh, exact match, again, it creates <laughs> kind of inflation, having a lot of overlapping between campaigns. So the trick, the trick here to uh, to go against that is by using uh, search term reports. So whatever you have campaigns running and you start gathering some data, you just export the search term reports. You look at all the uh, search terms that you have per search term. You go look to all the exact keyword that matched this search term, mm -hmm. and you will find all these variations of search terms that are different, that are matching the same exact. So the trick is when you have Amazon that is allowing a lot of different search term variation to match uh, an exact, you kind of build a representative of all this variation. This is what we call internally a class. And you only keep one exact keyword to, to capture all this class. So again, you want to do this if you really want to control your traffic at search term level because you are optimizing your ACOS and profit at this level. If you are not trying to do this, don't listen to my trick because it's 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 too much unless uh, you are at this level uh, of optimization. But the high level takeaway is keyword exact matching is not exact anymore. There is a way to to balance that by letting Amazon say, okay, you are not doing exact anymore. Let me explore what are you letting inside this exact. When I see what you are letting inside the exact, I will remove some of my exact keywords to keep only one that will match all this variation. This is the high level uh, idea about this trick. I love it. Seth is getting ready to ask you a question about seller blind spots. But before we go there, uh, let's take a listen to this. Hey there, it's Sean Hart. If you found the information on the post-purchase podcast useful and impactful for your business, do us a favor and your colleagues a favor, share this, like us, and let others know how to find us on your social channels. We'd sure appreciate you. Now let's get back to the show. Thank you. Seth? All right, Tariq. So what is, in today's um, ecosystem, what is a major blind spot for Amazon sellers that they're not seeing that is obvious to you because you can see so much data? Uh, th there are two. Um, first is the cost of advertising. Everybody uh, knows that uh, more CPCs are getting uh, higher and higher because of more competition and margin construction contraction. And by the way, for from your first question, one thing also that is frustrating me is people looking only at PPC as PPC. When you are a seller, you are running a business. There are different levers. So what matters for you is a product in which life cycle in what stage of its life cycle it is does it need a push is it stable it's generating profit or the other way you how to make more profit by increasing the price or lowering the ads so for me the blind spot is not having this approach my little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did you catch him? <laughs> yeah yeah i saw i got i got him <laughs> i saw it so uh the problem is looking at PPC alone. You should never be looking at PPC alone. Always when you are doing PPC or deciding of strategy on PPC, uh, you need to have your uh, profit next to you, the rankings and inventory. So the entry point is not a product 
uh, an ASIN, a keyword. No, the entry point is what am I going to do with my product knowing that I have this inventory, knowing that I have this ranking and knowing that I can afford this profit margin. This is why whatever you do, if you are not uh, like putting in place PPC strategies based on profit inventory ranking for the mid long term, it will fail unless you are super lucky and it's uh, less and less happening on Amazon because it's just getting harder and harder. I love this, how you take this scientific approach to PPC management. And, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of sellers, Tariq, are out there and they'll, they're in a Facebook group or some mastermind that says, hey, you got to turn on sponsored ads. But they're just using, just turn on sponsor ads, willy-nilly style, just spray and pray. Hopefully they're going to be profitable. But at the end of the day, we're not in business to sell widgets from China, right? We're in business to make a profit. So you have to really be uh, analytical when it comes to your PPC and your spend, because at the end of the day, that takes away from your profit margins, right? So uh, Tariq, along that lines, can you talk about a recent case study? You don't have to give details about products, but talk about a client that you brought in. Uh, here's where they were. Here's what they were doing wrong and then how you turned it around. Yeah. So the the recent one I have in mind is, is a customer uh, based in the US. He's selling like electronics more linked to lightning uh like do you say smart, lightning? like oh lightning lightning, lightning. Like, okay yeah so he joined he used to manage ppc uh, manually so he was only using sponsored product and with uh, a lot of broad campaigns and auto campaigns so he plugged our uh, system and after one week he managed to decrease his ACOS, he was running at around 35. He decreased to around 25% with sales, total sales going up. By total sales, why I'm talking about total sales? Because it might happen that you increase sponsored sales, but just cannibalizing your organic sales. So whenever th this is obvious, I, I hope it's, uh, I'm not like, talking about anything new for you here, for the listeners. Uh, whenever you, you run a PPC, what you want to look at is your um, cost of advertising over your total revenue, sponsored and organic, because you don't want to be just getting sponsored sales, like transforming organic sales into sponsored. So in this case, this guy did it simple. He switched our uh, AI automation where he, he just segmented his catalog he has some products where he had more than three months of stock, some with higher margins, some he wants to get rid of. So he had three strategies in, in, on M19. He had different ACOS targets per group. So he was more in control of what he's doing with his inventory based on other inputs that are, as I was uh, mentioning, inventory margin and his positioning in the market. And he managed to to almost double his sales, total sales, uh, after one month. So again, uh, it's it's not something that we are seeing each each time. So we're not always doubling after one month because it's strongly uh, dependent on how well the 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 account was um, optimized and managed prior to using our software. So uh, an account poorly managed we can double triple sometimes more 
uh, total sales and account that is very well managed maybe we can we will only maintain the performance uh, that the uh, seller was getting but uh, at uh, a way uh, lower time spent uh, on the the management so he will more save time uh, then uh, gain uh, performance so it, it depends but the latest case study is done in sales after 30 days with reduction of the uh, ACOS so Tariq that's a massive win for your seller client that doubled their sales in, in one month that's uh, that's amazing so I love those stories um, so Tariq that kind of uh, leads into my next question which is who is the perfect client for you who, who do you like working with so in reality, we have uh, three different type of clients. So first, medium and big sellers. So the ones that are spending more than take 10K a month. So these people benefit both from automation and performance because the more data you feed in the system, the more uh, performance it is because it's data-driven. So machine learning like AI is just looking at the data in the past try and finding what is working, what is not, and tweaking there. This is what the, the, the system is doing. This is the first per- persona. The second is small sellers spend between 1K to 10K a month. So these, uh, these target is more benefiting from the automation and control. So it's safe because they will be sure that they are using the most advanced techniques with a system that is that that is uh, maintaining a profit for them because it's ACOS driven and inside the system they have a profit board they can follow their rankings they they have inventory alerts and even the inventory is linked with PPC so it's more uh, more for them automation and guarantee of uh, profit not not losing money because to be to be transparent, when you spend 1K, if you optimize by 10, 20, 30%, it's not like if you do that type of optimization on, on higher spend. So it takes more time uh, to be optimized. And the last uh, type, this is the order of uh, uh, how well it's suited, are agencies. So agencies do use it for being able to have a lot of clients to be managed in a very easy automated and expert uh, way in one place okay really good so now we have an idea who your perfect client is um while we're on that path Tyreek, tell me about do you have uh, some type of special offer some giveaway or something that you've prepared for the listeners of the post-purchase podcast and those who are streaming this live on their uh, socials yeah, so we have um a freemium offer for any uh any seller that uh, is willing to test to test all our uh, software and tools. So either uh, automation, performance, we have even a keyword tracker, profit analytics, etc. Everything can be tested for uh, free. What we can offer uh, for the listeners is um, instead of, because our freemium offer doesn't come with the onboarding, the premium onboarding that we only offer for paid plans. But if someone is coming from this podcast, we can offer the uh, premium onboarding with having someone from the customer success team helping on board and giving advice on the strategy to put in place uh, into our system. So, so the offer is, is uh, for the premium onboarding that we usually price that is not included in our freemium uh, package. 
Does this look right? <laughs> so uh, the freemium offers uh, be able to test all aspects of the software plus yeah. a free premium onboarding. Does that sound right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Seth. All right. Amazing. So Tariq, if there's one thing, one thought or one idea that you want our listeners to walk away with today, what would that be? Um, PPC cannot be isolated from, from the rest, from the market inventory profit. If you have an eco target in mind, most of the cases, it's not, you, you can get it right from the beginning. And even the eco target you have in mind might evolve in time based on the market that is evolving over time. So one key takeaway is you don't choose the eco target for your PPC. The ACOS target is more linked to the market and the quality of your product. So you have an inherent ACOS that you can achieve that you don't choose. Okay. I love it. So let me just go over this again. Normally, when you do a freemium and you allow folks to test your software, it only comes with the test, not a premium onboarding. So if you're listening to this podcast, check out the show notes. If you're watching the live stream, what you want to do is go to m19m19.com or email Tariq, T-A-R-I-K at m19.com to take advantage of being able to test Tariq's amazing software for your PPC automation. And Tariq will also throw in premium onboarding. Um, what an amazing offer. So here's a fun question, Tariq. What is your all-time favorite business book that you would recommend to our listeners? For our work week. For our work week. I love that one. For our work week. I know uh, Seth was a big proponent of that. He, he's trying to get a two-hour work week. So, <laughs> um, so for our work week by Tim Ferriss, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I All strongly right. believe that quality work, we can achieve quality work in a very condensed, very short amount of time if we do it right. I believe it's called the four hour work week, but that's close enough. By Tim Ferriss. <laughs> By Tim Ferriss. Love it. Seth and I both uh, read that one. Seth? Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Tariq. So last question, uh, last of our fun questions. Um, in the in the game of business, we get rewarded with dollars and sometimes we spend money on on necessities and that's okay. But sometimes we get one purchase that you know was a splurge that was a lot of fun and we don't regret spending the money. So Tariq, in the last... 12 months or so, have you bought anything that you thought, you know, this might be a splurge, but at the end of the day, you don't regret buying it? Um, I, I think I, I would say uh, AirPods. 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 <laughs> yeah, but I, I already had uh, other pods that are not noise uh, canceling. <laughs> yeah. So I already had some very expensive one because I think that it's this thing is very expensive. Uh, but since I was using it all the time and it is helping with the same uh, noise canceling, uh, I guess do better work because better concentration and even while uh, biking, I can I can use it. D don't do it if it's not safe <laughs> where you are biking. <laughs> I think the, the switch from an expensive to an expensive, but just with noise canceling was was worth it. 
I, I agree, Tariq. I love my noise canceling AirPods. Seth, for one, does not like the noise canceling version. He's got the old school ones. I think his ears are just too big or something. He can't hold the good ones. I was actually using them on a bike ride yesterday under my helmet, of course. So, uh, Tariq, I love the the fact that you're making this amazing offer. Uh, for those of you tuning in a little late here, you can test all of Tariq's amazing PPC software. You can test it all for free, plus get premium onboarding. It means you get on the on the phone or on a call with uh, some of his amazing staff. All you need to do is email Tariq at m19.com or go to m, the letter M is in Mike, 19, m19.com to check it out. Any uh, parting words of advice, Tariq, before we take it out of here? That's your cue, man. Yeah, or let's get it. Uh, let's give. Let's give more. We are also releasing next week our uh, first version of Keyword Tracker, so to track your rankings for your own products and also to to spy on competitors to track how they rank, how their BSR, how their reviews are evolving in time. We can also offer that for three months for free uh, if the listeners are interested in testing a new software for for keyword tracking and also competitor uh, watch. So we can also offer that. I love it. So Tariq, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. I can't uh, thank you enough for taking the time out of your busy day. We're a little bit over time, but I think the uh, golden nuggets that you were dropping there were amazing. Go check out Tim Ferriss's book. It's probably what, 10 years old or more now. <laughs> yeah. Four hour work week, uh, work less, get more done. Tariq, I love it. Tariq from M19. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thanks, Tariq. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye.